0: Hello, I'm Cheryl, and this is Sleep Tight Relax, a calming bedtime podcast for the young and young at heart. This story was originally published in Sleep Tight Premium. To listen to more stories like this, please visit sleeptightpremium.com and subscribe. That's sleeptightpremium.com. Thank you. This story is about some weeds that grow next to a farmer's field. The weeds are worried about their children and what will become of them. They ask the rye for advice, but the rye is not very pleasant with his reply, and so the weeds are left to decide on their own. They ask the breeze for help to spread their seeds And the breeze agrees, but each of the weeds asks the breeze not to tell the other weeds that he's helping. In the spring, we will see if the weeds manage to get their seeds spread or not. The Weeds It was a beautiful, fruitful season. Rain and sunshine came by turns, just as it was best for the corn. As soon as the farmer began to think that things were rather dry, you might depend upon it that the next day it would rain. And when he thought that he had had enough rain, the clouds broke at once just as if they were under his command. So the farmer was in good humor, and he did not grumble as he usually does. He looked pleased and cheerful as he walked over the field with his two boys. "'It will be a splendid harvest this year,' he said. "'I will have my barns full,' "'and we'll make a pretty penny. "'And then Jack and Will will have some new pants, "'and I'll let them come with me to market.' "'If you don't cut me soon, farmer, "'I shall sprawl on the ground,' said the rye, "'and she bowed her heavy ear "'quite down towards the earth.' "'The farmer could not hear her talking, "'but he could see what was in her mind.' and so he went home to fetch his scythe. It is a good thing to be looked after so well, said the rye. I can be quite sure that all my grain will be cared for. Most of it will go to the mill. Not that that proceeding is so very enjoyable, but it will be made into beautiful new bread and one must put up with something for the sake of honor. The rest the farmer will save and sow next year in his field. At the side of the field, along the hedge, and the bank above the ditch, stood the weeds. There were dense clumps of them, thistle and burdock, poppy and harebell and dandelion and all their heads were full of seed it had been a fruitful year for them also for the sun shines and the rain falls just as much on the poor weed as on the rich corn no one comes and mows us down and carries us to a barn said the dandelion and he shook his head, but very cautiously, so that the seeds should not fall before their time. But what will become of our children? It gives me a headache to think of it, said the poppy. Here I stand with hundreds and hundreds of seeds in my head, and I haven't the faintest idea where I shall drop them. Let us ask the rye to advise us, answered the burdock. And so they asked the rye what they should do. When one is well off, one had better not meddle with other people's business, answered the rye. I will give you only one piece of advice. Take care you don't throw your seed onto the field, for then you will have to settle accounts with me. This advice did not help the wildflowers at all. And the whole day they stood thinking about what they should do. When the sun set, they closed their petals and went to sleep. But the whole night they were dreaming about their seeds. And the next morning they had found a plan. The poppy was the first to wake She cautiously opened some of her trap doors At the top of her head So that the sun could shine right in on the seeds Then she called to the morning breeze Who was running and playing along the hedge Little breeze, she said in friendly tones Will you help me? Yes, indeed, said the breeze I shall be glad to have something to do. It is the smallest favor, said the poppy. All I want of you is to give a good shake to my stock so that my seeds may fly out of the trap doors. All right, said the breeze. And the seeds flew out in all directions. The stalk snapped, it is true but the poppy did not mind about that. Goodbye, said the breeze, and would have run on farther. Wait, wait a minute, said the poppy. Promise me first that you will not tell the others, else they might get hold of the same idea, and then there would be less room for my seeds. I won't say a word, answered the breeze running off. Oh, hello, said the harebell. Haven't you time to do me a little tiny service? Well, said the breeze, what is it? I merely wanted to ask you to give me a little shake, said the harebell. I have opened some trap doors in my head, and I would like to have my seeds sent a good way off into the world. But you mustn't tell the others, or else they might think of doing the same thing. "'Oh, of course not,' said the breeze, laughing. "'I won't say a thing.' "'And then she gave the flower a good shake and went on her way. "'Little breeze, little breeze,' called the dandelion. "'Where are you going so fast?' "'Is there something the matter with you, too?' asked the breeze. "'Nothing at all,' answered the dandelion. "'Only I should like a few words with you.' "'Be quick, then,' said the breeze, "'for I am thinking seriously of lying down and having a rest.' "'You cannot help seeing,' said the dandelion, "'what trouble we are in this year "'to get all our seeds put out in the world. Or, of course, one wishes to do what one can for one's children.' What is to happen to the harebell and the poppy and the poor burdock? I really don't know. But the thistle and I have put our heads together, and we have hit on a plan. Only we must have you to help us. That makes four of them, thought the breeze, and she could not help laughing out loud. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. What are you laughing at? asked the dandelion. "'I saw you whispering just now to the Harebell and Poppy. "'But if you breathe a word to them, I won't tell you anything.' "'Why, of course not,' said the breeze. "'I won't say a thing. What is it you want?' "'We have set up a pretty little umbrella on the top of our seats. "'It is the sweetest little plaything imaginable. "'If you will only blow a little on me,' The seeds will fly into the air and fall down wherever you please. Will you do so? Certainly, said the breeze. And it went over the thistle and the dandelion and carried all the seeds with it into the cornfield. The burdock stood still and pondered. Its head was rather thick, and that was why it waited so long. But in the evening, a hare leapt over the hedge. "'Hide me! Save me!' he cried. "'The farmer's dog Trusty is after me!' "'You can creep behind the hedge,' said the burdock. "'Then I will hide you.' "'You don't look able to do that,' said the hare. "'But in time of need, one must help oneself as one can.' And so we got in safely behind the hedge. Now, you may repay me by taking some of my seeds with you over into the cornfield, said the burdock. And it broke off some of its many heads and fixed them on the hare. A little later, Trusty came trotting up to the hedge. Here's the dog, whispered the burdock. And with one spring, the hare leapt over the hedge and into the rye. Have you seen the hare, burdock? asked Trusty. I see I have grown too old to go hunting. I am quite blind in one eye and I have completely lost my scent. Yes, I have seen him, answered the burdock. And if you will do me a service, I will show you where he is. Trusty agreed, and the burdock fastened some heads on his back and said to him, If you will only rub yourself against the stile there in the cornfield, my seeds will fall off. But you must not look for the hare there, for a little while ago I saw him run into the woods. Trusty dropped the burrs on the field and trotted to the woods. Well, I've sent my seeds out into the world all right, said the burdock, laughing as if much pleased with itself. But it is impossible to say what will become of the thistle, and the dandelion, and the harebell, and the poppy. Spring had come round once more, and the rye stood high already. We are pretty well off on the whole, said the rye plants. Here we stand in a great company and not one of us but belongs to our own noble family and we don't get in each other's way in the very least. But one fine day a crowd of little poppies and thistles and dandelions and burdocks and harebells poked up their heads above the ground all amongst the flourishing rye. What does this mean? asked the rye. Where in the world are you coming from? And the poppy looked at the harebell and asked, Where did you come from? And the thistle looked at the burdock and asked, Where in the world have you come from? They were all equally astonished and it was an hour before they had explained. But the rye was the angriest. And when she had heard all about trusty and the hare and the breeze, she grew quite upset. Don't be in such a tizzy, you green rye, said the breeze, who had been lying behind the hedge and hearing everything. I ask no one's permission, but do as I like. And now I'm going to make you bow to me. Then she passed over the young rye and the thin blades swayed backwards and forwards. You see, she said, the farmer attends to his rye because that is his business. But the rain and the sun and I, we attend to all of you without thinking who is more beautiful. To our eyes, the poor weed is just as pretty as the rich corn. And that is the end of our story. Good night.